With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios, Tyrac.com, what you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com, that's the way tire buying should be. Uh, a happy birthday belated to Dan Beyer. Uh, Joy Taylor's birthday is today. Uh, Mike Boyton, my dear friend who's head coach of Oklahoma State, his birthday is a lot of Capricorns unite. Capricorns unite. Um, every Wednesday, which is the middle of the week, and right now is the middle of the day, and it's kind of the middle of our show, we do something called The Midway. Let's get to it. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for Stuck in the Middle. The Midway. Okay, what do you got there? Uh, Dan Byer, I, like, what we'll do is, you guys heard my first blush at it right um what, what dan you had a different you had a different one but go ahead what, what dan's doing something right now what okay. what was your concept doug untapped my, things in my, sports like look the idea of vegas vegas hadn't hosted the super Bowl. now they didn't have the stadium previously right, but now vegas has the super bowl they have an nfl team they have an nhl team the, the the NCAA tournament's going their first time ever, which is amazing. Then they'll get the Final Four eventually. That's going to be ridiculous. So Vegas was this, like, sleeping giant of a, dest- like, you know, like, destination weddings. This is like a destination wedding for a sporting event. So we've eliminated some of the taboos with Vegas. I don't know. I was just thinking out loud, just like, hey, should we, is, are there other places or things that are have been taboos we haven't yet everybody's always thought like that's a good idea but we haven't yet executed yet 
don't know. What'd you have? What was your midway idea? Jason had a midway idea that uh, it was bad contracts, people that didn't live up, live up to their bad contracts because Lamar Jackson is kind of not one of one, but more of the exception than the rule. Was that it, Jason? As I was, as I was thinking about this the other day, there were four quarterbacks that signed mega deals in the offseason. Three of them, you can make a case, regressed. Uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Jalen Hurts. Lamar Jackson is the MVP favorite, and I think I think they were the favorite to go to the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he was paid big money, and it paid off immediately. Like he's, sure. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I remember when Mookie Betts signed... Dodgers made a trade with the Red Sox, ripped off the Red Sox. That's basically what it is, Chase, too. He's come come back around the Dodgers. He's like, like, you ever talk to somebody from Boston, Dan, and they always bring something around to Boston sports? Like, that's what he's doing (laughs) with the Dodgers. I'm sorry, go ahead, Jay. No, but that was, was, the one tangible example that I could think of was they gave Mookie all that money the, uh, I think it was August of 2020, in the middle of the pandemic, and then he, he, you know, was a big factor in leading in the World Series. He hasn't done anything since, so I guess I have to take that back. I'm just wondering, like, when these guys sign the big deals, so few of them um, are worthy of that contract. But okay, Lamar well, Jackson so far. Okay, well, I'm gonna. We, we can have this. I like that discussion. Let me let me hear yours, Dan, and then I'll well, kind of make the call on what we want to do. Okay, my idea for a topic. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't throw this out to you guys, but it is the 30th anniversary of the Northridge earthquake here in Southern Ooh. California. And Cal State Northridge plays tomorrow night against UC Santa Barbara. Don't ask me how I know that, but go ahead. I was not out in Southern California at the time, so I don't have any memories of this happening. But it is the one thing that I think so many people talk about um, in in terms of like the point in their their lives. Obviously, 9-11, challenger stuff, but this stuff for locals here is the one that always brings up. So I didn't know if there were things like that that could have uh, maybe been in your guys' mind of something that you'll always remember the day or when it happened or what stuck in your mind. Yeah, it was my junior year in high school. Um, I remember pretty well. Um, I'm good with either. Which, like the, the Okay. I mean, there's Oklahoma City bombing, right? There, I remember Columbine, uh, 9-11, I remember where I was. Um, Northridge earthquake, I remember. I remember the Oakland when the you had the Battle of the Bay in the uh, World yeah, Series, yes. that, that earthquake, right? Uh, yes. Okay, Jay Stu, I'll let you. I, I, I kind of want to do the sports contract thing because I think it's a good discussion. Okay. I think. So do you want to do guys that did live up to the deal? I, I mean, I, I literally asked. Dan's first reaction was, "I can't think of any." That lived asked, up to the deal. I asked Nick. Cope. What are you talking about? Hold on. You have Josh. You have Josh Allen has a big contract, and Pat Mahomes has a big contract. Right? Those guys have lived up to their contracts. Yeah, like, I think there's, there's probably like a thousand guys that we could say that are good players. But I think the on the heels of. Of what Lamar Jackson did of signing a contract and having an MVP season, I just never, I, I don't, I in my Dewey Decimal system of sports knowledge, yeah, there is no point where I'm like, okay, let's go to the category of who excelled after signing a contract. I have a, a, a category of who stunk, who never lived up to their to their big deals, 
you have to bring but, up Anthony Rendon like that? <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I had like, a different I, angel I was going to bring up. But. Like, I oh, which one? Mo Vaughn or you have Josh... Um, uh, I, I was gonna say my, my birthday uh, my birthday partner Albert Pujols. Oh, there you go. In just in terms of in terms of that of not living up to their you know the deal, and I think that there I I think that there are a bunch obviously in in baseball. Like is Bobby Bonilla like the the poster, or is it that that just because the thing keeps on going on and on with it? But Pujols was the name that immediately. On, right? Uh, popped into my mind. I, I just, guys, I, I mean, I think I'm gonna just again disagree with you in terms of. I understand what you're saying, Dan. Like, first, if we're honest about Lamar Jackson, okay, when he's been healthy, he's always been a really good regular season quarterback. The only question with Lamar Jackson was, well, one, he won, you know, fully guaranteed money, and two, is can he win the postseason? We still don't have the answer to that. We think we know the answer. But they've been favored in the playoffs before. They played home playoff games before and lost. So, um, whereas I think, you know, again, I gave you Mahomes. I gave you Josh Allen. Granted, like, the, the Jalen Hurts thing is he was coming off an MVP caliber season. But, like, two years before, we didn't know if he'd still be the starting quarterback of the Eagles. Right? So, I thought that that's a little bit of an impulse buy there. Uh, Herbert obviously had a disappointing year, and I know what you're getting at, Jason, so I'm not saying what either of you guys are saying is untrue. It's just it feels way easier to find out those ones that didn't work out, whereas there are plenty that did work out in some. Baseball's the one where you're like, these gigantic deals generally don't help the team. So, like, um, Re- Reggie White's signing with the Packers was a great signing. Sure. That eventually led them to a Super Bowl. Yes. But in the word, in, in how we were looking at this, of like someone who, that's how I took it, is immediately paid dividends. I just, I don't, I didn't have anybody that, you know, popped into my mind. Bad contracts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are about four or five that, that I thought of. Like at, at the end of his at the end of his time with the Lakers, you could say Shaq um, earned the contract that he got, but it didn't it didn't take right away, did it? They didn't go to the finals until what a couple seasons after they signed him. Yeah, but I think that was was it ninety eight is when he left. So it wasn't too far. Too I want to say they the signed him in ninety six. Or maybe that's to what the it finals was. in ninety eight. I could be yeah. off on that. But yeah, I. I I also 96 asked, 97 season was his first season. And then in 2000, they end up winning the title. So it took three years. But I did like a straw poll around here. Everybody here loves sports, talks about sports. It They really couldn't come up with that immediate impact. I think over the course of the contract, you can find guys. I mean, you can make an argument right now that Bryce Harper has earned his contract. But in the first. Two or three years of that deal? Could you say that? that he signed okay, at the time. so Aaron Rodgers last year signed a new contract with the Green Bay Packers. He won an MVP. Was that not a media impact? Now, he won MVP before, the year before as well. So I guess that, that there's kind of my, my question there for you. Yeah. You know? Did they make the playoffs last year, though? Oh, you're right. You know what? That year was after, after he signed the contract, they didn't make the playoffs. That actually is a really good point. My bad. They won the MVP the two years before. You're right. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Uh, whew. Interesting. Other big contracts in the NFL. Well, like, who's still playing? 
Okay, so you got the Ravens, you got Houston, that's C.J. Stroud, no. You go to the NFC, Brock Purdy, no. Uh, they're playing against Baker Mayfield, right? Um, he was signed as a free agent, but not big money. Um, what about NBA stuff? I mean, LeBron James signed as a free agent. Granted, he was still LeBron James. He went to the NBA Finals first year in Miami, although they were disappointing the Finals. That's where I also think like it's it's tough to to not succeed in the NBA. Guys usually just go somewhere, and you know Kevin Durant goes and you know wins a title. But yes, maybe we look you know at the Warriors, but maybe we look at the other ones on the flip side. The one in the NBA that that stands out is to me bad contract, but not because the contract is bad. His injuries was Grant Hill. Yes. You know, so he signs with the Orlando Magic in 2000 and, you know, would have been an all NBA player. I mean, he was great. He truly was. Seven time All Star, five times All NBA, signs with the Magic, gets hurt, plays in just four games the first season, 14 the second, and then, yeah, missed an entire season in 03 and 04. Grant Hill's the one that popped into my mind of, oh, what could have been bad contract yeah because just because the injuries you know wasn't the magic's fault they did the right thing in signing them but who don't know you could say that Messi. how about lionel Messi? why don't we go to the soccer example was that a really big deal he signed with that pink team yeah with the miami yeah but that's like end of career and he's playing against inferior competition i think it'd be more you know, and it would be way exceeding my knowledge. I'll give you one. I mean, like Wayne Gretzky signing. Was he traded to or did he sign with the L.A. Kings? It was a trade. Yeah, It's a trade? Yeah. Yep. Like, you, it's interesting, Bayer, and this kind of combines the two midway topics. I remember the Stanley Cup finals of 1993. More than, like, most other sporting events in my life. I was out at Lake Havasu with some high school buddies and everyone came off the lake to watch game one of the Stanley Cup finals. And again, apparently I didn't know there was a limit to how curved your stick could be. No idea. And I would guess that (laughs) 99.9% of viewers in Southern California had no idea. Was it Marty McSorley? Do I have the name right? He had the curved stick? That's how big a sporting me- memory is in my life, is that I actually remember the curve stick, game one, Stanley Cup finals, and then, of course, the Kings were like total house of cards, where like they're, the guy who owned them was basically a snake oil salesman. Wasn't he running like a Ponzi scheme? Bruce McNall. Yeah. Like, they were all flash and had no real money. It was crazy. Crazy. Sorry. Um, somewhere in that, I got lost, and my my uh, my radio ADD kicked in. Just for the record, um, Gretzky was traded along with Marty McSorley for Jimmy Carson, and then a couple Canadian names I can't pronounce, and a bunch of draft picks, along with fifteen million bucks. And now, like twenty-five years later, or thirty years later, forty years, thirty years later, I think the Oilers are finally good again. Is that right? I'll trust you. I, I know nothing. I, I, my, you could, you I, could tell me somebody won a Stanley Cup Finals, and within a, I had no idea that '93. I absolutely know. How about, how about this topic? Hmm. Most random uh, 
midways that we've had. Ooh, I'm going to say this, this, one. this one. Yeah, this one. This one. Uh, most rudderless midways we've ever done. But... <laughs> okay, how about, how about, how about uh, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's conclude. Okay, that was my random sports memory. How about this? Let's go around. Give me one totally random sports memory. Can't be a high school event that no one would know. And one that, like, major sports, but for some reason, it's poignant in your head. Dan Byer. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to golf in this one, and okay. it is a memory that that many people know, but right now it wouldn't be up in the uh, lexicon. Hale Irwin sinking a putt on the 18th hole at Medina on the Sunday of the 1990 U.S. Open, and then just taking a complete lap around, high fiving fans. And then the next day he would beat uh, Mike Donald in a playoff, but uh, Hale Irwin at the 1990 U.S. Open. Okay. His third U.S. Open of his career. Um, what about you there, Jason Stewart? I, wit- I witnessed a no-hitter. I witnessed. A, I went to Anaheim Stadium to watch the Angels in 1986, and a guy named Joe Cowley pitched a no-hitter. I think he walked like nine people. It was a very flawed no- no-hitter, but I witnessed it. Did you Did you stay for the entire game? Oh, yeah. No, I was into it. Now, are you a stay-for-the-entire-game guy? I've, I've always been that guy, yeah. Do you show up on time? Uh, on time, as in before the lineups. Okay. That's a um, man, that's a mandate by my son. He needs okay. to watch the lineups. Okay, it's good stuff. Uh, Lorena, you're. I mean, give me one random sports memory. All right. Um, the first time I ate a Dodger dog. Does that count? It's delicious. You, okay, it's delicious. Yeah, it was the first uh, time I went all... to Dodger Stadium. Who played? Uh, I don't remember. I just remember the hot dog. Then it's not that good. It was memory. the Dodgers. And okay, okay, Lorena, I'll, I'll give you a pass if you tell me how you dress your hot dog. Okay, I only put ketchup, mustard, and relish on it. And if they have onions, I'll put onions on it too. What do you mean you only put? That's four things. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> and you you put ketchup on a dog, which some people are against ketchup on a dog. I think it just works with it so well. Okay, I shared with you one that was my my hockey my hockey memory. Okay, um, I got one for you. You guys don't know. Do you remember? Do you remember at all? Maybe Byer, you can remember this. Yeah, actually, Jace, do you remember it as well? Do you remember the um, Imus Imus's comment on the women's final four on Rutgers? Yep. Uh, do you remember what uh, what year? You know, do you remember anything about that? This is so. I, I'm I'm almost positive because I actually called the game called the game on ESPN two. Um, in what was called a full circle broadcast. We had six different cameras up at all times. Everybody was mic'd up. And I was like the play-by-play kind of host for it. For the finals, not the semifinals. And Imus had made his comments, I think the morning before. Not the morning of, I think it was the morning before. And it wasn't really a thing. Like nobody talked about it. it was, the final four was in Cleveland. And I did the national championship game um, where Tennessee won and they beat Rutgers. And uh, anyway, like, I remember that game. I remember being in Cleveland. I remember it being at, that was the arena that at the time LeBron occupied. And I remember the I miss comments. And I remember thinking, nobody's really talking about this. It seems really weird. And then all of a sudden later on in the week, because remember the women's national championship game, I think is on was on Tuesday. The men's was on Monday. So I flew in 
after the men's and then did the women's game, whatever. But yeah, 2000 Final Four, right after the Imus comments. I remember that national championship game. Vivian Stringer, of course, was the coach of Rutgers. And that's the midway. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Reminder, shortly after the show, we have a live podcast going up. If you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Doug Gottlieb wherever you download your podcast. Also, uh, subscribe, rate, review. Again, search Doug Gottlieb wherever you get podcasts, and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. You know, yesterday we talked about Jason Kelsey retiring. That's what he had told, supposedly privately told teammates uh, then he said this on his podcast about that report. You know, Nick kind of gave me an opportunity to talk. I didn't announce what I was doing on purpose, despite, I guess, what's been leaked to the media. I just don't think you're in a position after a game like that to really make that decision. I just don't. There's too much emotion in the moment to really fully grasp that decision. I'm not trying to be dramatic and continue to draw this thing out. I'm really not. It's just something that I think, uh, you know, when it's time to officially announce, 
you know, what's happening in the future. It'll be done in a, in, in a way that's, you know, definitive and pays respect to a lot of people and uh, individuals that have meant a lot to me and has led to the career I've had. You know, I don't think that it would be respectful or even accurate uh, to be able to do that right after a game like that. Yeah. But I did address the team and pretty much said the same thing that I just said to you, which is, you know, I got belief in every single one of you guys, you know, cherish the moment you have in this league. A lot of guys like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, Yo, don't feel sorry for me, motherfucker. <laughs> <I had> a- <laughs> um, okay, so what does that mean? I mean, I think that means he's still retiring. He just isn't ready. You know, it's like one of those, did I really say I was retired? I can't believe I'm retired and probably having some second thoughts. I don't know. That would be my, that's, that's because he didn't say he wasn't retiring, but he didn't say he was retiring. You leave yourself open to unwarranted criticism. If you make any definitive answer, right? I'm probably, even if you would say, I'm probably going to hang him up. And then you come back and say, Ah, uh, you know, I'm going to play it again. And you're like, well, I thought you were retiring. You know, like in a way to just not say anything makes complete sense because people will take an inch and, you know, what is it? Take grab a mile. A mile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Wasn't the way it was reported strange? It, the report was he told his teammates afterwards. Like, that was a strange way to break <sighs> news anyways. It didn't really, it didn't really ring be- well with me either. No, it, I, I don't think it was strange. I mean, I, look, he, he, did say he addressed the team. He did say he talked to them. If you hear what he, um, the, the you just hear the substance based upon his perspective of what he said. Like it makes sense that people like, okay, he's talking in terms of ex- he sounds like a guy who's retiring, but he didn't actually retire. So yeah, I don't know. I also think that lip reading a guy with a beard darn near impossible. Yes. Yes, so, good call. So in hearing or in reading what people are saying on social media of what Jason Kelsey was apparently saying on the sidelines, sorry, just has no merit. Like the uh looks like Jason Kelsey just said it's my last game. Like, well, how how in the world could you tell? There's there's no way in the world. And does Jason Kelsey even seem like the guy who would be going around to everybody to be like, hey, this is it for me? I mean, just in these comments over these last couple of days just doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, I, I think he's clearly a guy who thinks he wants to retire. And, you know, I think the podcast, the documentary, all that is set up for it. But it's a massive step, massive, massive step. And so I think when he addressed the team, I think that was kind of like a precursor to it. But, you know, I don't think he was ready to really call it yet. And that's why he's kind of hedging on it. You bring up the documentary. And you bring up his brother and everything else. Can you make the case that Jason Kelsey is the most famous offensive lineman ever? Mm, most famous? I mean, he's the most famous one now, but I don't know, ever? I'm trying to think of outside the football realm of. Of where it would, where it would fall. Hmm. Most famous offensive lineman ever. 
There have been some very well compensated linemen, but they just didn't they didn't have any traction off the field. You know, fame is what I'm getting at here. Well, that's all because of the documentary and obviously the brothers now, playing the yeah. Super Bowl and then his outfit on when they won the Super Bowl. Um the the other you know the it's a good question. I, I was just going to say like the documentary was set up to document his last year in the NFL, so he thought that he was going to be calling it quits after last season. Right. And I would say that the only thing that probably kept him was that they got so close. Yes. If they would have just lost in the divisional round, he probably hangs him up. But to get so close and play against your brother and you're coming off of that that high and you. Want to right that wrong? Brought him back this year, and I mean, we always talk about what teams made the playoffs this year that aren't going to make it next year. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be at the top of everyone's list next season if if Bill Belichick isn't that head coach. Well, they, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt, Dan, but actually, you you kind of triggered a, a a point in my brain that. Let me kind of flesh out here real quick, right? And this is, it's sort of Kelsey related, but not sort of. Right? We always talk about why the Super Bowl runner-up, outside of when it's the Patriots, and maybe I guess the, the, the Chiefs, right? Why they almost always are a mess the next year. And I think that Kelsey is the perfect example of it, right? Because when you're close and you get there, it makes you, th- it, it makes you think you're closer than you really are. It's a totally different year, right? When you win a Super Bowl, you almost always lose a couple of coaches. You'll lose a couple of free agents who are like, now they've, they've won the Super Bowl, so now they just like, I'm just going to go get money elsewhere, right? And so you don't have, yes, do people want to win another Super Bowl? Sure, but there's not that. There's not that artif- need to like artificially like, man, if we just do one more thing or two more things, like we already did it. We're good. Like, mm, I'd like to get back, but the hunger for it. Now, those teams generally fare better than the runner-ups because the runner-ups, they almost all take the approach of Kelsey, which is like, we're really close. We can't, the normal life cycle of an NFL player, we're going to, I'm going to extend my career for one more year. And it doesn't mean that he didn't play well. It just means that when it, when you get to when it's not fun and it's adversity, you're like, ah, I should have hung it up, whether you say it or mentally do it. And I think it's a team-wide thing. Does that make any sense? Yeah, makes a lot of sense. The You know, the... It's hard enough for some for a team to repeat. I mean, it's you know why we've kind of not seen it as as lately in the National Football League as we did earlier, just because of the the grind of a season. But how many times do the Eagles beat the Chiefs if they were to play Super Bowl Fifty Seven ten times? Probably five of them, maybe maybe even six of them. But that day they end up not winning, so that falls into the th- you know the thought process of coming back. But then you're like, well, how many times does Brock Purdy get injured? Or how many times does you know that end up falling into place? And there are all those other steps that you don't take into account that you likely benefited from. And yeah, it's just, man, there's just so much. The losers to repeat. That's why they actually gave the Bengals a lot of credit last year for coming off of the season that they had uh, where they were, you know, at midfield in Super Bowl 56 and unable to convert a, you know, second and short and a third and short and a fourth down. And then be able to make it back to the AFC Championship game and come within a penalty of of maybe upsetting the Chiefs again in Kansas City. And then it caught up, you know, 
a lot caught up with him this year. Yep. Yes, it did. Stug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so um, there's a lot of people being critical of Jed Fish. Okay, Jed Fish is the, is the head coach of the University of Washington. He was the head coach of uh, the University, University of Arizona. And he went on multiple outlets and said he wasn't leaving Arizona. That was before the Washington job came open. He takes the Washington job. And I'll address this a little bit more in the pod. But, Dan, you do know the the narrative that that fans and Internet people and you'll even get lawyers that say, well, coaches come and go as they please. So why can't players? Right. You, you read yes. that and you're there. Yep. Yes. Okay. So um, let's first, let's be honest with the Jedfish thing. At the time that he said he was staying, he's making three and a half million dollars. He's going to make on average $6.75 million at the University of Washington. So, yeah, I mean, things, it was, it's a different question. Now, I think I, I don't have a ton of sympathy for college head coaches that contradict themselves because you don't have to contradict yourself. There's ways to answer the question that are very reasonable without saying you're open for business. Like, look, you know, I've been doing this a long time. We're very happy here. My intent is to stay here as long as they'll have me. And, you know, but I, I can't definitively say that somebody comes in and doubles or triples my money that I'm not at least going to pay attention. It's all going to be about vision for program, for university, and blah, 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 blah. Or you just, just go like, you know, you don't have to. You can not answer answer. So you leave yourself open for criticism. But if we'd say the, the programs that matter, the first thing is like of the lies you're told, here's the number one lie you're told. You all, people always say, well, well, coaches should do Why can't players leave anytime they want? Players have always been allowed to leave anytime they want. There are no hostages in college football. None. Now, in order to play at your next university, you got to leave in good standing academically. But again, like no one says you can't leave and go somewhere else. And you got to do a minimal thing in terms of your academically eligible. The difference, the change is now that you don't have to sit out a year and you can do it multiple times. So the, the, the fallback has always been people like myself, but like, look, get coaches leave but one, they work for 20 years. They earn that freedom. And two, they have to pay a buyout, right? They, they're under contract. They can't just come and go as they please. They're going to have to be a buyout. Whereas there is no buyout for a, a college player. But how about this? Dan, how many SEC, you know, college football uh, as well as anybody. And I, I know the answer to it, and I'm throwing it out at you without any preparation, but I think you're going to get all, the answers to all of these correctly. How many, how many SEC coaches left a head coaching position to take another head coaching position? Oh, gosh. No, right now, uh, this just this year. Uh, uh, just this year? Yes. Um, how many SEC? Head coaches. Zero? Yes. How many ACC coaches left their position as a head coach in the ACC to take another job as a head coach in another program? I'm going to just say zero. How many Big Ten coaches left their head coaching position to take another head coaching job in college football? Zero. How many Big 12 head coaches 
took left her head coaching job to take another head coaching job. Zero. Okay, so we're talking about three coaches in the Pac-12 who did it. Kalen DeBoer played for national championship, went to Alabama. Um, Jonathan uh, Smith, Smith, yep, who left Oregon State to go to Michigan State, and Jed Fish, who left Arizona to go to Washington. So there's 133 Division I programs, but the 75 that matter, we're talking about three. And the problem with this narrative is we're taking, like, a na- first of all, you've always been allowed to transfer and, frankly, should be able to play right away if your coach leaves. I'm okay with that. And I, can, I would do it if your coach is fired. But the idea that you don't have to sit out, you don't have any sort of, there's no ramifications, nothing, is terrible for the sport. In addition to which, you haven't really earned it. There's not really that many things that change when you leave a program. But I just think the number one lie is people go like, coaches do it all the time. I just gave you a year. It feels like the music has stopped in the musical chairs. Could there be, if Harbaugh leaves, could there be a little bit more movement? Sure. Three coaches. And they're all in, I know that conference is breaking apart, but part of the reason the conference, like Oregon State, I don't think Jonathan Smith leaves his alma mater if Oregon State, you know, didn't get left into the basically the Mountain West when the Pac-12 went under. Um, and I, I also don't think that Jed Fish leaves Arizona for Washington had Washington not gotten to the Big Ten. So conference realignment does play a factor in this thing. Anyway, people, people act like it happens all the time. I gave you three in 75. That is the opposite of all the time. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today it's the Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Let's get to the press. The press. Dan Byer, what do you got? A couple of NFL notes. We start in Indianapolis, where a report from TMZ this morning said that Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay was found unresponsive in early December over what police in Indiana say was an apparent overdose. The Colts released a statement saying that Irsay continues to recover from a respiratory illness, but Irsay has not been seen for the last couple of months dealing with this illness. But this TMZ story reported today that Irsay was found on a bathroom floor and then was put in bed by the time paramedics arrived and uh, then was brought back to better health, but was unresponsive and cold when found in December. Jeez. Jeez. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't know what's what. I mean, I would, I, it'd be understandable a guy who struggled with addiction to struggle with addiction. But that just strikes me as sad. It really does. Yeah. How about this from Philadelphia where Fletcher Cox of the Philadelphia Eagles uh, was asked a question as they were cleaning out their lockers today about the future of head coach Nick Sirianni. Here was this exchange. Have you, you know, gotten any win on what's going to happen to Nick? And you have confidence in, if you, if you do come back, that confidence in him if he's also the head coach. Like any news about, what about Nick? Nick, I mean, there's obviously some speculation about whether he may be fired or not. Um, huh? Yeah. Come on, man. Man, man, you head football coach of this team, man. Come on, man. We ain't, we ain't, there ain't even no discussion about okay, that. Yeah, okay, you don't think it's going to happen? Like, I, I, don't, I don't got nothing to say about that, man. You're a clown, bro. Get out of my face, bro. Nice calling reporters clowns for asking a question that's a legitimate question. Legitimate that. question. I, I thought I thought his every part of his response was great until you call a guy a clown. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if he doesn't know that there's dis- at least discussion about Nick Sirianni's job, if he legitimately doesn't know, then he lives in a – he doesn't listen, read, no internet, no, no social, no nothing. Um, and if he feels that strongly, that's great. But, like, come on, man, you can't call a guy a clown when he asks a legit question. It's a legit question. Yeah, I, I just – I hate hearing – crap like that. Pacers today acquired Pascal Siakam in a trade from the Toronto Raptors. Pacers giving up Bruce Brown and three first round picks. It's a it's a really steep price for Pascal Siakam because I think his contract expires at the end of this year. It does. 
ESPN says that he is, uh, I don't want to say expected, but uh, would be resigning with the Pacers if a decision was made right now. But Right. I mean, if, I mean and, and that means they're going to have to give him the max to do so. But um, it's, a, it's a gamble nonetheless. It's definitely a gamble. Yeah, Pacers right now sitting in the sixth spot in the East in a virtual tie with the New York Knicks, but just a game back of the four spot held by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Some good news for the Baltimore Ravens. Tenant Mark Andrews, a full participant in practice today. Ravens have the Texans on Saturday afternoon in the first of the four divisional playoff games. I mean, if you get Mark Andrews back, you are so stacked and ready. Uh, just a complete... Think about the change from them last week to this week and what, what Abai does for them. That's incredible. And finally, Doug, TCU's women's basketball team forced to cancel their next two games because they don't have enough players. Forfeits against K-State and Iowa State. And that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. How does that happen? How does that happen? That's crazy stuff, especially with uh, this world where you have more scholarships for women's basketball than you do for men's basketball. All right, I'll give you some thoughts on that Pascal Siakam trade upcoming in the podcast. It's live now. Download it. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.